Hey guys, what's up? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I am Andy and I am the motherfucking CEO. Here we are on Thursday. We're going to do a little Thursday thunder for you. Um, I'm here with my co-host Vaughn Kohler. What's up, Vaughn? Not much, man. It is uh, it is way too hot for December. Dude, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm not ready, liking it. I'm ready for some cold. I like yeah. the season change. You know, we've yeah. got some sales reps that are from Florida, um, you know, California, and they're like, oh, they come here and they're like, oh, I hate this. Dude, I like a season change. You know what I don't like, though, is like getting dark at 4.30 in the afternoon. I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. I want to spend six months out of the year next year in a place where it doesn't do that. So if any of you people know of a place like that, um, send me an email because I might be coming to live with you. I, I'm you not know, kidding either. I, you know, I something dawned on me that I've never... I know you're a sports guy, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I mean, you grew up like in... Uh, what like? Oh man, I played primarily every, football. I played every sport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know how you told told that story about um, your dad saying you got to go, you got to get the puck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, which one of you guys played hockey? We we both did. You did, yeah, yeah. and you you played ice hockey or yeah, you yeah, played yeah. like uh, no, like we field both hockey? Ice hockey? Okay, okay. So are you like a big Blues fan? Yeah, for sure, dude. You did, can't live in St. Louis <laughs> not be a Blues fan. Come on. Yeah, I know. I, I I'm I'm learning about hockey a little bit. You know, I grew up. Oh in yeah, I forgot. So, You're not from yeah. here. Come on, no, dude. You go ask that question around here. But the funniest thing happened. I don't know if you you caught it. The Tyler, other day. are you a Blues fan? Right. You are really. I'm. I, I, I dude. I don't know. Blues, I just associate high, the, the Blues are as big as the Cardinals oh, wow. here, man. Okay. Blues are a big deal. Yeah. They're not bigger than the Cardinals though. No. I, yeah. yeah. I think so. Well, this too. is supposed to be like the best team ever. This is yeah. the this is the best chance they have to win the Stanley yeah. Cup, right? I mean, that's good, from what man. I understand. But anyway, do you see that thing about Roar Bacon? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the stage for those who who have no idea what we're talking about. Right. Okay. Uh, a couple weeks ago, here in St. Louis, there was a tweet that went out about the St. Louis uh, hockey game. All right, and the guy who tweeted it, I think he intended to tweet, "Blues ride Bacchus five goals to win the game." And just in case you're wondering, David Bacchus is the captain of the Blues. Okay, he's an awesome player. Well, his phone auto corrected it to. The Blues Roar Bacon. And I guess I should say it didn't technically autocorrect it. I guess it screwed it up. But you know how your your phone does that sometimes. Well, anyway, funny thing is the fans totally picked up on the statement, and now it's become this viral rally cry, Roar Bacon in St. Louis. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Dude. First of all, it, I don't know what it is about Roar Bacon, but it sounds like it'd be pretty good. I'm just saying, man. Like, you know, if anybody's got some Roar Bacon out there for me, send me some. But, you know, it's funny. I, I thought that was hilarious, too, because, <clears throat> first of all, you've all, we've all seen, like, the autocorrect funny emails on Facebook that go around and read them. Those are some of the funniest fucking things I've ever read. But <clears throat> it got me thinking about, like, uh, you know, how our thoughts are shaped – and what we do with those thoughts. You know, we have so many negative thoughts, and a lot of times those thoughts can just be expressed by single words or phrases. And how we use words is hugely important to our success because it, it comes from the perspective of how we view, how we feel emotionally, and how we ultimately act when it comes to, to terms of success. So I thought something that would be cool that we could do here would be like, you know, let's talk about some words that, you know, 
are one thing, and then let's autocorrect them to another thing in our brain. You talk about training your brain yes. to autocorrect. Because I think everybody, I think every successful person goes through that process. They they autocorrect or they see things automatically as something else when those words are brought up. So um, what we've got is we've got a couple words here that we're going to go through and we're going to talk about them, and that you guys, you know, you can see the perspective difference between what you think they might mean and what. I personally think they might mean, or what somebody who's very successful might see those words to mean. So I'll throw out the word, and you're going to autocorrect yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, word number one, obstacle. I see an opportunity. Okay, that's that's the word I see. Obstacles and challenges are opportunity to get better. They're opportunity to get improved. They're opportunity for you to move forward, to progress, and ultimately, you know, put a couple extra George Washingtons in your pocket. Okay. You know, so when you're, so when your mind says obstacle, you, you say train yourself to autocorrect. It I to think that's, I think every successful person does. And in, in, in an entrepreneurial mindset, you know, an obstacle, you could substitute that word for problem. And then you want to develop a product that solves the problem or an idea that solves the problem or an idea that makes it more convenient. I mean, you look at something like Uber, you know, Uber fucking doesn't even own a cab and they're making billion, they're worth billions and billions and billions of dollars, you know, just because they made something a tad bit more convenient for you. You know, that's a good point. It's, 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 it's not a huge obstacle. It's a small obstacle. I mean, most there's cabs in most places, right? Right. They just saw it as an opportunity. Okay. You know, to get a little bit better. All right. Here's a word that's uh, typed a lot on the soul and mind and heart of people every day. Failure. I easily lesson. Okay. There is no failures there. The failure happens when you stop. All right. A failure is only a failure if you didn't learn anything. I've, I've quote unquote failed and bankrupted eight businesses, but I don't ever look at those things as failures. I look at them as things that I've learned that have allowed me to be successful over the course of time. And when we've talked about this so many times, um, and I just think that that, I think that word right there is the biggest one that people misunderstand that they allow that word failure to creep into their mind, stop them from taking action, stop them from thinking productive thoughts, and you know, ultimately keep them in a cage that is defined by society of average. I remember at the speaking uh, event that you did at Bush Stadium recently, somebody said, Andy, what's your greatest failure? And I, I remember it because it really stuck with me. I've never heard you phrase it this way, but this is what you're talking about, is that your response was, I, I don't really think about it in that way. I don't think about biggest failure. I think of greatest lesson learned. Uh, yeah, and so, that's, that's the truth. That's pretty amazing. I mean, if people could autocorrect their brains to where every time they thought of failure, they thought of lesson. Dude, if I hadn't failed all those companies, those little ideas that I had, there's no way I would know what the fuck to do now. You know what I mean? So how can I look at those things as failure if they all contributed to where I am? The, the, the trick is, is that when you're going through the process to be able to recognize that. I mean, it's easy right. for someone who's 10 years down the road and they're doing okay now to see that as a lesson. But the trick is to see it as a lesson while it's happening right now. And you say, you know what, fuck, I won't do this again. And, and to be able to take all the negative and oppressive emotion that makes you feel like you're the size of an ant and just throw it up throw it out the window and say, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm thankful for the lesson and move forward positively. Yeah. Okay. So this last one's my favorite one because I know a lot of people like a lot of people's brains like to autocorrect into this word. And I know it's one of your favorites. Lucky. <laughs> I think loser when I hear that word, honestly, but you know, let's say lucky. I would say productive. I would say productive is a word that, 
people could substitute with luck. It's not, it's not luck. It's not magic. It's hard work. It's efficiency. It's effectiveness. It's execution. And it's perseverance through the word number two, the failures of your course and time that are going to ultimately get you where you want to go. It's easy to say that guy's lucky. That guy's got better circumstances. That guy has more uh, advantages than I do. It's just easy for people to say that. And it's hard to do the work. So, you know, when you're in a group of people, three or four or five people, and you say, that guy got lucky, everybody agrees. They're like, yeah, that guy did get fucking lucky. When in reality, you don't see, like, for example, in my situation, the 10 years I didn't get a fucking paycheck. You know what I mean? Or when I did, it was just so irrelevant. It was almost like getting nothing. You know, they don't see that. They see the end result. They see the the Lamborghini, or they see, you know, the travel, the exotic destinations, or they see the the, the being the bossness of a CEO. You know, they don't fucking see what what the perseverance it took or, or the hard work it took or the execution habits that, that, that took, they see luck. And it's just far easier for people to say he, she, they got lucky than it is to admit the work that needs to be done and do the fucking work. It's just easier. So my challenge to you guys would be every time a negative thought enters your mind, willfully autocorrect it on a conscious level. Stop and think of the flip side. To be successful, you've got to win the battle that goes on in your mind. That's the biggest battle you're ever going to face The biggest enemy you're ever going to face is the voice inside your head that says you're a failure. The voice inside your head that says those people got lucky. The voice inside your head that says this is too big of an obstacle for me to overcome. And you've got to take your thoughts. You've got to bend them to your will. Negative words, all they are is thoughts that are mental typos. Take your negative thoughts. Look at the flip side on a conscious level every single day and see what happens. I guarantee you in 30, 60, 90 days, you're going to have a totally different outcome than what you have now.